It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Back to 32 fans in 32 days. I am Alex Chester, here to start a podcast for the first time in a while. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? You sounded very surprised to hear your own name. Yeah, well, I haven't been on this podcast that frequently lately. Well, you're also going on like an eight-day vacation soon, and you're probably going to miss a lot more episodes. Well, it's, to be fair, it's not a vacation. I, I'm, I will be working remotely from my office uh, for work. I just won't be working remotely on this podcast. So when you're, when you're not at home, you can't sneak away from your wife and, um, and record a podcast? Well, I'm going to be in my in-law's house, so there's fewer places to sneak to. So. Why can't you... I don't understand. Why can't you just say you're working? And part of your work is yelling about like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and just lock <laughs> I mean, lock your your father in law's office. Because we have scores of listeners, we'll snitch to my wife. No one's going to snitch. No one's sn- if if people snitched on the things I say to your wife, she would have, you know, punched me in the face already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and people don't really snitch. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's yeah, get started. I, I, I want to. We had a cliffhanger from a few episodes ago. We wanted to rank the divisions, and finally, we're together at the beginning of an episode. So. Let's let's do that now, and then we'll talk about a guy from maybe the best division, the worst division. I don't know. I don't know where Jake Lewin and his Indianapolis Colts are going to end up. But who do you have as the worst division in the NFL, Chester? Well, who do you have as the worst division in the NFL? I think an oldie but a goodie. I, I think you have to have the AFC East as the worst division. Yeah. Even because, though they have the best team. Even though they still, pr- I mean, they certainly have a, a top three team. But yeah. The, there's just three teams with very little upside. The Bills seem to be falling apart. The Dolphins are probably the least interesting team in the league right now. And, you know, the Jets could be interesting. People are really raving about Darnold, but the rest of their team isn't great yet. So uh, the Patriots can only go down. The other teams don't seem to, you know, uh, the Bills and Dolphins are on a downward trend, it seems like. Yeah, it's uh, kind of nuts that somehow, like for 15 years, this division has been sort of the joke of this division has been it's been the Patriots and three garbage teams. And 15 years later, this is like the most extreme version of that we've seen. In a way. I, I mean, I don't want to shortchange the Jets that much. Like, who knows? Who knows how good <laughs> Sam Darnold will be? Maybe not this year, but like, they're, they're you know, would you rather have... Oh, 20- oh, I forgot. We're raking the divisions in 2020. Okay. All right, well, would sorry. you rather have a, a, a barely legal to drink Sam Darnold or twice his age Tom Brady? 
in 2018, I'd rather have Tom Brady. From now on, if you if if you could have one or the other. We're ranking the divisions on August 15th, 2018. I know, but I'm asking you a question. Would you rather have Darnold or Brady from now going forward? It, it, it depends on my team. If I was the Jets, I'd rather have Darnold. If I was the Patriots or the Vikings, I'd rather have Brady. I mean, we discussed okay. this when Kirk Cousins was a free agent, and I said to you at the time, I said, if I'm a Jets fan, I don't know why I want Cousins. You're not winning anything in the next three years. Yeah. Right? Let's say two years, because things can turn around quickly in the NFL. Yeah. So, uh, you want the upside. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. All right, so the AFC um, East is the worst division of football. We all agree with that. We agree on that. Jake, you're with yeah. us so far? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. I'm just taking it all in, guys. Okay. You're just you're, you're learning. Um, my second-to-worst division is the AFC West. The AFC East can win the Super Bowl. The yeah. AFC West, to me, has no teams that can win the Super Bowl. So I have the AFC West sixth, so one spot higher. The, they ha- like, there's no great team in this division. I, I could see everybody in this team division going eight and eight. But yeah. that's the thing. There's no terrible team in this division. Right? You, don't have a, you don't have a Cleveland Browns in this division. Like the Broncos the, in- could be pretty bad. I'm not saying they will be, but their Broncos basement is really low. Well, I mean, look, they were, you know, obviously they were t- terrible last year. They were 5-11 and 11 last yeah. year. Yeah, and I mean, in K- uh, Case Keenum, like, could stink. Um, yeah. For sure, uh, the Raiders to me, like I'm, I'm, we're both very. Hold on, our, our guest was trying to chime in. Yeah, yeah what do you think, Jake? I want to know what your criteria is in terms of what's considered um, necessary for ranking your, you know, uh, the, each division. Meaning, you mentioned with AFC West, you don't think there's a team that could win the Super Bowl. So yeah. the AFC East has a team that could very well win the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's which division would, if I was, you know, in in a mythical ninth division, which division would I I most want to play or least want to play? I think that's probably the best metric to look at it. Yeah, so the AFC East, you're probably going three and one. Yeah, you're at least heavily favored three times. The AFC West, you're in all four games. There's no, oh, crap, we got no chance at KC. But there's no easy win, yeah. But there's no gimme, maybe hosting Denver. But even, you know, their pass rush is is still a nightmare. The AFC West, to me, has four teams that could really win on any given day they're that's why it's, i'm surprised yeah, but who's good who's good in that division this division has the like, lowest who's gonna win ceiling. it right. who's gonna I, win the lowest ceiling. i agree they have the lowest ceiling but if you're if, yeah. if, if the issue in, in terms of your ranking is who would you not want to face the afc west is uh it's when i wouldn't be surprised if a team would if go oh and four against the afc west Okay. Okay. Well, well, well anyways, maybe your your mythical a, team stinks, Jake, and and our well, I, our mythical team is good, and we're gonna go four zero again. I agree. With, well, no, I agree with Jake a little, which is why I have the AFC North below the AFC West. Yeah. So I have me, the North at six. Okay. So we're basically in the same place. Look, the Steelers are overrated, but are at least a playoff caliber. Team. But you have to start getting really nervous about Big Ben, who's already injured. Yeah. The Ravens are. Yeah. He has a concussion right now. The Ravens are extremely average, which means you know in the AFC they're they're in the playoff hunt for sure. Mm-hmm. And DVOA loved them last year. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and in theory, they should only be going up with Lamar Jackson, but you know he's not going to play this year. So, uh, and then the Bengals are bad, and the Browns are the Browns. So to me, the AFC West, I'm kind of on Jake's side. It's four eight and eight teams, and the AFC North collectively has two teams that are far worse than eight and eight. The Ravens are an eight and eight team, and Pittsburgh's like a ten and six team. So to me, the AFC North is worse than the AFC West. Yeah, but uh, Pittsburgh's ceiling is just so much higher than any of the West teams. Yeah, but again, the Browns have a lower floor, and and the Bengals probably. Also. Yeah, I don't. Th- I All mean. Right. Okay, so we are in agreement that three of the four, yeah, we're basically the, yeah, the three we're, worst divisions really, in, in football are all in the AFC. Yeah. So now yeah, the question the, is, we the, we just mentioned two worst? playoff teams out of those yeah. twelve teams. Yeah, what's the fifth worst division? 
to me, it's pretty close. Two to five, honestly, wasn't that far away. But I actually have your division, the NFC North, at five. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll wow. tell you why. Because I, okay. I think the Bears are going to be better because they're coached, but I also I don't think they're good, and I'm, I'm still not buying Trubisky. Okay. Sorry, Sean. Uh, I, I think the Lions are, are the Ravens of the NFC, in which, like, they have a real ceiling. Okay. Um, I, I think I, I think the Packers are, are not – or this is probably – coming to the year, this is the least excited anybody's been about, about a Packers team in, like, 11 or 12 years. And so I mean, it's, aren't the know, Packers automatically 10 and 6 minimum with a healthy Aaron Rodgers? No. No? No, they okay. lost lots of games last year with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And then, and then you have one really good team. But a lot. Okay. Every division we're going to talk about the rest of the way has a really good team. All right. Um, well, that's not true because there's the the AFC South. To me, is the exact same as the AFC West. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a slightly less egalitarian version because I think the Jaguars and the Texans are a little bit better than anybody in the AFC. In my, West. I mean, in my opinion, much. they have they're a hundred times better than the teams in the AFC okay. West. I mean, I don't think they're that much better than Kansas City. Let, let me put it this way: if I'm ranking teams one to thirty-two, which by the way I've done. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have the Jaguars and Texans both, you know, let's say between eight and eight and ten or so, something yeah. like that. Okay. So they're not super. But that means can but... be in the Super Bowl between eight and ten in the oh, AFC. Can be. I mean, I mean, it's... you're a Tom. How about this? If Tom Brady tears his ACL tomorrow, uh, I mean, I'm we're not. I'm not begging God, but we're just mentioning it. <laughs> um, then who? Then who? Who? You know, who is the favorite? Okay, uh, but uh, banged but, but up Ben Roethlisberger. Those two but, teams but, you just mentioned are yeah, going to be. But, Playing okay, the but, second but weekend of, but, of January. But th- that's, that's not a function of the goodness of the teams. That's a function of the badness of the AFC as a whole. Well, right? so there's 16 teams. Of... Someone has to be good. Well, or not. It's New Someone England. Be better is good. Than... Pittsburgh yeah. is okay. Maybe they also... won't do well historically on Chester ranking, you know. Uh, well, here's, okay, but hold on. Here, here's Chester's hot take the of the Super day. Yeah. Here's Chester's hot take of the day. The, the fifth worst okay. division in football, or the fifth best division in football is the AFC South, by which I mean all four AFC divisions are worse than all four NFC divisions. The best division in the AFC is worse than the worst division in the NFC. I hear what you're and saying. Again, I, I obviously just slightly I, just, disagree. I don't think the Jaguars, and, the Jaguars and Texans are good but not great, which means in the NFC... Did you have the North at would, four or you had the North higher? Well, hold on. Let's put it this way. If, if, if the Jaguars and Texans were in the NFC, they would be less than 50-50 to make the playoffs. Yeah, just because it's, it's so messy. But yeah, I, I think well, the Texans start on day one with healthy Watson as as a playoff favorite. But of course, yeah, I'd okay. say their overall yeah. odds are probably And then in the Tennessee 40s. and in, in Indy to me are are mediocre but not terrible, but we'll talk Tennessee about Tennessee is two second. straight 9 7 years and and yeah. like they upgraded a coach probably. So. Yeah. And so so basically to me you have two teams in this division who would be borderline wild cards at best in the NFC and then two teams in this division that would win four games each in the in the NFC. Because they're in the AFC, the Jaguars and Texans are probably going to win 10 games each and you Tennessee You think the Indy Titans would go 4 cards. and 12 in the NFC? Uh, the, the, there's nothing about the Titans that impressed me. Okay, Marcus right, Mariota. We'll you know, we discussed at our quarterback ranking podcast. Yeah. It has not improved over three years, and, and we'll get to them when we get to them. So right. yeah, so to me, that's like the, the crazy thing that that all four AFC divisions suck. And then, by the way, the NFC North is not next. The the NFC East to me is by far the worst division in the NFC, by far. Yeah, I'm expecting a little bit of a bounce back from the Giants. I don't think the Redskins are going to be awful, even though I don't think they're going to be great. I think Smith. Is is probably going to okay. have a big season. So there. I think both of those teams suck. And then we just discussed the Cowboys yesterday, and we were pretty negative on the Cowboys. Yeah. So this is a slightly more glorified version of the AFC East. You have the Eagles, or obviously you know the defending champs. No, because the Cowboys, Giants, and Redskins are, are light years better than the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins. So it's yeah. much. More well, that's better. why I have them four instead of eight. But none of them are. You know, there's only one playoff team in this division. 
Yeah, I mean, if I was picking today, sure. I think yeah. I think you'd be right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So I have them at number four. Where do you have the NFC East? Well, I have the East at two, but I, I'm I'm I'd say I flip it now to to three. Oh my god! That's yeah, because ridiculous. I'm a little high on the Giants this year. I think the Cowboys I are mean, fine. My whole argument for the for the Cowboys was the only reason the Cowboys have a chance is because the division is such garbage. You yeah. would think it's the second best division in football? That's nuts. But I said two through five are, were basically a toss up for me. Uh, the NFC South to me, I had yeah, third, to me just one through three. To me, one through three are like completely. I I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to be terrible. Wait, you have the it's, NFC South third. Third. Oh, so to me, they're clear number one. That you think this is the best division? I mean, last year it was. What's changed? You have three teams that all won double digits last year, all made the playoffs. They all have reason to think they've been be- they're going to be better. Mm-hmm. New Orleans is a lot. I'm of a little nervous knows. about the Panthers. Um, I mean, the I Panthers am... were you know what the Super Bowl what two years ago, 2015, mm-hmm. and yeah. then last year they were 11 and five. I mean, their Why skill position play- their skill position players are are not exciting. Like people get excited about Christian McCaffrey and fantasy, but well, hold on a second. Life, were they exciting in 2015 when Cam had 40 touchdowns and they went 15 and one? I, I mean, running quarterbacks traditionally get worse when they get older. They don't age well. All right, they they have a ma- you know not to to you know to toot my client's horn, but they have a massive upgraded owner, which I think affects the franchise all the way through. Sure, and 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 the guys who help them buy the team for sure. That's a big. That's at least worth yeah. one win. <laughs> On the field, yeah. On the field. Um, so, I mean, I just think Carolina is, is probably a distant third in this division, and they're really, really good for a third-place team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, there's only one bad team in this division. In Tampa, if Jameis wasn't getting suspended, you know, I mean, you know, who knows? No, I think, think that's a really bad team. I think that team could be a nightmare this year. I just think because they're going to 1-5 in their division, they're, you know, they're going to suck. In their I record, mean, if they're but. seriously playing Ryan Fitzpatrick for three, you know, for three games where, like, I mean, he's... He's not a backup at this point anymore. It's, yeah. it's All right. not so, a good so, plan. So that, I guess that means by process of elimination, you have the NFC West at number one. Yeah, I think the West is is the best because I think the Niners at worst are going to be an 8-8 eight eight team. I okay. think the Seahawks also, even though we were kind of down on them, are, are you know have a basement where like you still have to play Russell. Again, you're playing these teams in their hypothetical. Well, so, like, okay, so, you're playing Garoppolo. You're playing Wilson. The Rams are really good, and they have the best coach in the NFL. But this isn't a quarterback ranking. This is a division as a whole. I understand, um, but what, I'm saying when I am a okay, you know what, a what, defensive what coordinator said, of the what you just said is the that Mars, this division has uh, two Martians. eight and eight teams. You just said this yeah. division has two eight and eight teams. The Cardinals are much worse than that, and the Rams. No, I'm are saying their that. basement is basically as an eight and eight team. What's their ceiling? And I, what's Seattle ceiling? Because our Seattle fan thought their ceiling is what did he say nine and seven? Yeah, best case scenario. Yeah, I mean their ceiling is like Russell Wilson wins MVP. Yeah, to me, the NFC West is by far the most overrated division, by far. Okay. It's the best this division has been in a long time, but that's because this division was like a joke where seven, six, nine, and one was winning the division, you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think the, the Rams are loaded. Uh, I think the, the Rams Niners are the most overrated good. team in the NFL for sure. But no, they, I think know, Goff, Goff bounces, you know, back to earth, and the Rams are still great this year. Yeah, look, they fancy themselves Super Bowl contenders. That's true. I don't think they're as good as the top of the of the NFC South. I don't think they're as good as the Vikings or the Eagles or the Patriots. I think they're, but whatever. Let's say they're they're an elite team. Fine. Seattle is a 500 team. The Niners are probably a 500 team, and you know everybody's slurping them. And then the Cardinals suck. So. You know, to me, I think the Cardinals to, are fine. I actually think the Cardinals are okay. All right, with Sam Bradford or with uh, with Josh Rosen? Uh, well, it's L. I'm not going to speak ill of Josh Rosen. Yeah, okay. I think. I, I mean, I, I think I, either Bradford's good or Rosen plays. So one one way or the other, they're going to have a shot at having a good quarterback. Yeah, Bradford will be good for two quarters. That's true. Yeah, I don't think Bradford still plays by October. I just I, all right. I so those were our division rankings. We're like 15 minutes in. How about we uh, bring our guest on? All right, Jake, how's it going? 
Good, doing all right. I had a little bit of a of a uh, cameo in that section, but here I am. Don't worry, we're we're gonna edit you out. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Do where would you rank the AFC South, Jake? Um, based on your rankings, probably four. I'd say four. Um, Which is the highest it's been in in probably oh, its existence, eight, right? It's consistently been you know eight, pretty much for the last you know ten years. Um, yeah. No, I think it's the division overall has gotten a lot better, which is scary because in my mind, I'm so used to looking at Jacksonville and Tennessee and even Houston as just being automatic W's. And now I have to change that that mindset. Um, so it's a little bit frustrating as a Colts fan, but it, it's nice in general that the division is going to get a little more respect. Because I got to say, for a Colts fan to be chucking in any automatic W's is, yeah. uh, is, is a little much. Oh, as when during when Peyton Manning was quarterback, yeah, every year they beat that. Well, when Peyton Manning was quarterback for your team, was that six years ago? Did any of us have children when Peyton? Well, Akiva did, but yeah. Hey, Jacob, you had children when Johnny Unitas was a quarterback. That's true. All right, speaking of old Colts, uh, who who is the last Colts coach? Because we're about to talk about the new Colts coach, Frank Reich. And I am old enough to have watched Frank Reich's uh, 35 to 3 comeback. Well, I was, at, I was uh, ice skating for a lot of that game. We're, we're uh, all the exact same age, Akiva. Who, yeah, but you guys were, are like, you just started following football last year. <laughs> um, who is the, which Colts coach is the last coach to have an under 500 career record? An under 500 career record? Career record, yeah. Which, who is the Colts coach with an under 500 career record last? While they were a coach of the Colts, or just yeah, 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 just as the Colts head coach, they won less than half their games. Who? What is that coach's name? Um, I feel like it's Marchabrota or March. Okay, not a bad guess. Yeah, no, it's the guy after Marchabrota. Lindy Infante went twelve and twenty, and then oh my god, uh, Moore was five hundred. Dungy was eighty-five and twenty-seven. Kind of insane. Um, well, no, no. Yeah, that to, was to be him. fair, was Peyton him. Manning was 85 and 27. Yeah, true, true. And 7 and 6 in the playoffs. Because uh, Jim Caldwell had a winning record. In, Caldwell in, had a winning uh, record, and Pagano actually had a pretty good record. That's also inflated. In the first two years, you know, uh, yeah. they went 11 and 5 with a really bad yeah. team. Yeah. First, so. Wait, did they go 11 and 5 three years in a row? Or was it two um, years? I don't know if Pagano was there all three, though. Maybe it was three years in a row. You're right, it was three years in a row. Um. Anyway. Jacob, tell us uh, what your first uh, reaction is to the Frank Reich era. I'm excited about it. I mean, I was very happy when uh, McDaniels backed out. I mean, it looks really bad for a franchise, and it, it's pretty embarrassing as a headline. Um, mm-hmm. But he's such a douche. I never like. I've never liked him. I wasn't happy when he was appointed the head coach. Um, I think they really dodged a bullet with that. And the fact that he backed out the way he did really speaks to his character. Um, Frank Reich is a, seems like a pretty, uh, upstanding guy and seems like a pretty bright head coach. Um, I mean, at least just looking at the offenses that he's been running over his career, there at least, uh, there's a system to it. And I think someone like Andrew Luck, who obviously I, they have to change what they were, you know, at least the culture and change exactly how they're, uh, managing the expectations of what he can do. I think he can create some, you know, short, kind of a short game. Uh, or at least some unique play calling that'll benefit Andrew Luck for the short term and hopefully in the long term. So I'm excited about it. Right, Reich is interesting in that he's a relatively new coach. Like he was, he's you know he's only been a coach for ten years, 
but he played so long and then took 10 years off, so he's a rookie coach at 56, which is extremely old for a rookie coach. Yeah. Right. Well, Mike Zimmer was similar. It's not, it's yeah. not old for a coach, though, so it's not... I think no. I mean, he could have a good ten-year run, but, right, exactly. but it's just I, uh, I think it's, it, you know he's not ways, some like hot young prospect. In a lot of ways, it's bizarre that you have coaches that are in their thirties. I mean, in, a lot of them are you know are pretty successful, but I, even that's kind of strange. So, you know, th- at this point, I don't really think it's a the age is really an issue. Right. Trivia for Chester now: How many career touchdowns did Frank Reich throw? I'm assuming this is regular season only. I will say uh, forty-eight. 40, 40 oh, okay. touchdowns. Um, okay. All right. All right. Now okay. that I'm here in person, can I give some of the uh, Chester stats that you've been? Yeah. Give us some for? Chester stats. Give us. We'll, all right. We'll bounce so around. I want to we'll talk a little about more the free hot, flowing today. I want to talk about the uh, hot free agent receiver you guys signed, Bryce Butler. Let's. Talk oh boy. <laughs> the where is Bryce Butler? That's the segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. I want to say. Uh. You know. So. So. Keeve loves to talk about, you know, whatever you've come on this podcast in the past, he's always done his whole 2-53. to 2-53, you know, everyone knows yeah. it, yeah. The Colts are the worst team in the league, 2-53. to 53. Um, You know, the, the Colts are sort of a poor man's version of the Packers. If you look in Las Vegas, the odds makers consider Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck the two most valuable players in the league. The When they're out, their teams lose the most points uh, in a line, which I think sort of indicates sort of – uh, Vegas's confidence in your two to fifty three. Uh, those those who are listening to this podcast last year may remember I argued that fantasy owners should bring a class action lawsuit against Jim Irsay and the Colts because, in my opinion, they lied and misled about Luck all summer and into the season, basically because they wanted people to think Luck was around the corner so they'd keep buying tickets. Uh, but I'm going to make an argument here that actually to go four and twelve with all the injuries this team had and a quarterback who arrived like a week before the season started and lame duck GM and coach four and twelve was actually impressive. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about the Colts, <laughs> as long as I've known you. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm going to flip it. Uh, the Colts led at halftime nine times last year, okay? Yes. They went two and seven in those games. Yeah. That's the first time in at least 30 years that that's happened. But here's what's even crazier. They led into the fourth quarter nine times also. So they had fourth quarter leads in nine games, and they went four and 12. As a whole, in the NFL, if you had a fourth quarter lead last year, you won 88% of your games. It's like it boggles the mind how bad the Colts were. Um, in fact, there were only three teams in the NFL last year who had uh, the most uh, – the, the three teams with the most fourth-quarter leads last year until December when the Colts sort of fell apart. Two of them were in the Super Bowl, and the third one was the Colts. So the question is why. Why were the Colts so bad in the fourth quarter? Now, here's a stat that's really going to blow your mind because I thought this was fake. I, I could not believe how bad it was. And you talk about how you're you know, excited with Frank Reich and hopefully a new offensive scheme. When the Colts held the, league in the, held the lead in the fourth quarter – I'm going to ask you, Jake, how often, what percentage of the time when they were not in a three-wide receiver set, so when there were two or one or zero wide receivers on the field, what percentage of the time did they run the football? In the fourth quarter? Yes. 25%? 100% of the time. Oh, my God. Literally, not a single play the entire season did the Colts run in the fourth quarter, did, did they pass the ball? unless they were an 11 personnel. It's like they were literally – it could not – it is not mathematically possible to have been more predictable than they were. How many plays they had is that, two, though? That could be, like, not that many plays. No, there was – oh, and by the way, you're like, well, maybe they were running really successfully. Would you like to guess the yards per carry uh, when they ran the ball in the fourth quarter? Oh, God, I, I don't even want to know, but just tell me anyways. 
1.9 yards per carry. <laughs> in my mind, nice. I thought it was 2.6. <laughs> I mean, Chudzinski, I was saying like class action losses. You should file class action losses against Chudzinski for like duty of harm. Right. Um, you know, and, and so given how bad the running game was, the offensive line, all the injuries, the coaching, the play calling, I'm going to say Jacoby Brissett should have been uh, a league MVP candidate last year. Where is he on he the uh, CQBR? Yeah, and by the way, and they traded him. That was, you know, people always talk about, you know, never want to trade with the Patriots. That was a great trade. I mean, you, you yeah, gave up a bus Patriots wide receiver, off. basically. I know, who just got injured. Philip Dorsett just got injured in training camp yesterday. So yeah. it just makes the trade even more satisfying. Um, yeah. So, so with that whole rant, what you're basically trying to argue is that there's only, only place the Colts can go right now is up. Yeah, but not with the players on their team. <laughs> well, here's... Here's Pro Football Focus's ranking of their of their groups. They have the fourth worst rush D. They right. have a well below average wide receiver core, although they Not like Eric Ebron. The worst secondary, a average offensive line. Wait, hold on. They like Eric Ebron? Do they know yes. that he has four feet and no hands? Yes. They they they, okay. they, they think he's like a bounce back candidate. Um and uh, and a below average pass rush. So they're literally good at nothing. They are sixteenth or better. At, at none at none of the groups other than quarterback who you know might not know to walk i just got excited when you said average offensive line that was that, <laughs> yeah no, that's that exciting. was that was thrilling i'm really that yeah. that itself, well, i think I'm because they're assuming that. quentin nelson is like quentin nelson is basically the best player in nfl history uh, they were so high on him he does look really good um Nah. And the right side, both your right side guys are Jets castoffs, basically, Austin Howard and Matt Slauson from like years ago. Right. I don't even, Slauson's been everywhere. Um, yeah, he was on the Bears for a while, but he was on the Jets for a while before that. And yeah. Howard, the Raiders gave a lot of money to, but he wasn't so good. I don't know if, if Austin Howard is even going to start. They're, they're, oh, okay. they're, they're, they're looking at. Uh, the left tackle's good, though. The left tackle could play. Yeah, he's, he's a little dinged up right now. I think they're going to let him sit out for the rest of camp. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. Anthony Costanzo is their left tackle. Um, and as Alex Chester has noted, when I met Alex Costanzo a number of years ago uh, with my wife, and there's a picture of us next to him where he literally is twice our size. Mm-hmm. You and your wife combined? Yeah. Oh, us together, <laughs> we probably don't even reach his height. Okay. Yeah, I mean, people for, don't realize how big NFL players are. You know, I think I've told the story on this podcast before, Like, but when I was in an elevator with Jake Long once, Jake Long took up 50% of the elevator, and then, like, all seven other people took up the other 50%. Right. Yeah, NFL players are big. Breaking news yes. here. Uh, <laughs> yes. We have a new segment. Jared Jerome Chester asked for more segments. So, yes, he did. New segment. Um, it's called, other than Aaron Luck, who do you think is the best player on this team? Who's Aaron Jake. Luck? Andrew Luck, I said. No, you didn't. Who's Aaron Luck is uh, Andrew's son. Who's the best uh, Jake, player? other than Andrew Luck, who's the best player on the Colts? Um... I think you have to say T.Y. Hilton. Okay. I thought you were going to say Jabal Sheard, but that's fine. Um, well, no one on the defense. I mean, I, I like some of the players on the defense, so we could talk about that, but I think T.Y. has to be in that conversation. I mean, he uh-huh. put up – he's regularly catching close to 1,000 or more than 1,000 yards, and he did it last season with, you know, Jacoby Brissett. It was so and- fun to own T.Y. Hilton in fantasy last year when, when Brissett was playing, like – Every game was three for 29, and then you'd bench him, and he'd have, like, six for two, 202 and three touchdowns. Yeah, and I— The problem, the, the problem just with owning T.Y. Hilton in fantasy is, you know, he'll get a lot of yards, but he's sort of—because he doesn't get a lot of receptions, so he's yeah. going to be a little bit inconsistent. Yeah, right. he's definitely inconsistent. Yeah, he's- oh, speaking of which, Akiva, can we make a League of League trade on this podcast? Let's do it. What do you want? 
Well, we've been talking about T.Y. Hilton, Kevin Love, right? No, I don't want to. Tra- you want to just do straight up Hilton for Love? No, you were throwing in a bunch of fab. Obviously, no, no, yeah. I like I'm going to trade a Hilton. top 30 NBA player for a top. He's not. No, Kevin Love is not top 30 on anybody's rankings. First of all, he literally is. Okay, Actually, he, I'm going to agree not. with Kester on this one. This season, he's the only option. For, what's first he getting all, yeah. better at, Jake? What's he going to become uh, good at assists for for the first it time in his life? Like, that's not going to happen. No, but he's going to score 25 points a game instead of 16. Yeah, he might shoot 39 percent from the floor on high usage and like murder. Why would he shoot 39 percent when he shot 46 percent last year? Because he's done. He's year. done worse before. Look at his. Th- he's shot 37 no, percent in his career. He shot 46 percent last year. He shot 46% every year. He's a 46% career shooter, except for his first two years with LeBron. I don't even think that's accurate. I think he has a lot of 43s in his career. All right, let's go look at Kevin Love's numbers. Because that's yeah. what you do on no, a I think I, I can't evaluate that. I don't know the league well enough to evaluate right. it. But if 46% that- last year. 46% his last year in Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, he was at 43 with uh, his first couple he years with LeBron. He had three straight years, 43, 41, 42. Well, 43, 42, 43, actually. Well, but anyway. I'm, I'm um, rounding down. But, but yeah, I know. And, and he shot 35% from the floor one year, which it doesn't even seem possible. Well, what are you talking He played 10 games that year. What are you talking about? Oh, 18, 18, 18. But yeah, okay. that's still weird. Um, yeah, he was injured. He had a broken hand from doing push ups. He tried to play through it. it uh, you know, newsflash. It's hard to shoot a basketball with a broken hand. This is his age 30 season. I mean, he's not yeah. going to, he, like, he's not a top 30 guy. All right. His okay. ceiling well, is and, not and Anyway, in, in the only, and it's hard to find them in August, but in the only 2018-2019 uh, uh, categories, uh, NBA fantasy rankings that I've seen, he's number 31. But mm-hmm. again, I think he's going to be much better than that because last time he didn't have LeBron on his team. Well, he then keep him. If you think 13. he's a top 30 guy, he doesn't have that value. So keep him. Don't trade him. Yeah. And by the way, he had 4.4 assists per game. So that seems pretty decent to me. This past year? No, the last time he didn't play with LeBron. I mean, he was also yeah. 25 years old, and now he's past his prime. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's let's talk about the Colts for a few more minutes. Uh, all right. You want to go? You, should we go game by game? We haven't done that with anybody. Should we do that with Jake since this is a little less traditional than some of the other episodes we've been doing? Are you asking me for permission? Are you asking? Yeah, I'm asking you. Do you want to do a game by game schedule? We used to do this with everyone. Now we do sure. it on very rare occasions. Sure. Should we Should we bust out the schedule? In the meantime, while we bust out the schedule, Jake, who is the best non first round draft pick on this team going to be this year? Who's the best rookie outside first round pick? Well, I, I think it would have been Deion Kane, uh, which I think is a really mm-hmm. bad loss that he uh, that he went down. I think Colts fans are really upset about it, and and I think he would have been a nice option to a pretty paltry wide receiver group. Um, I think Ture, Kamiko Ture out of Rutgers might actually have a good year. What uh, position? He's a defensive end. I don't know if he's going to be starting. He might be depth, but I think in terms of uh, situational pass rush or even be able to – he's looked good in camp and he has a run-stopping ability. I, I think he could come out being a decent uh, uh, draft pick for the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, every – between everyone else other than Deion Kane and obviously Quentin Nelson, I'm pretty, you know, not that excited about. So I can't mm-hmm. really, but I think you, you might hear his name a little bit and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets, you know, five, eight sacks. It wouldn't be crazy. Yeah. You guys also traded um, Henry Anderson to the Jets and he looks really good and he's probably going to start for the Jets. Oh, I'm so Jets have a lot of D-line. The thing is, Henry yeah, Anderson. Like, they did not get enough. Anderson, like, he's definitely going to make the team, but he looks like he's going to start. Everyone really likes him. He um, he he seems to be a good player. I don't know yeah, why you gave him up. Seventh round pick is basically nothing. 
Um, the injury history was pretty tough. That's really what it came yeah. down to. And I think they were not really excited about his scheme fit. Um, mm. That could be part of it. I, I don't. I was a little upset about that. A lot of he's also a pretty likable uh, Colts player. People in Indianapolis did like him. Um, but I, the injury history is tough. You know, that's and also I think this is a very much a rebuilding kind of team. Uh, Chris Ballard, I just listened to an interview with him. He's really uh, makes it a point of having guys that buy into the culture that they're trying to, to, to create. And that's something that's been missing in Indianapolis for a long time. So, and I, and I kind of believe in what he does for the most part. I, 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 I mean, I, I like what he's done so far. So I'm okay with, with that in the end, but Henry Anderson will look like a better player than whoever they got in the seventh round. You know, Matthew Adams and Zyra Franklin. Great. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Jake, so you guys have a pretty interesting first month of the season with road games against both Super Bowl teams. So you open up at home against Cincinnati. You know this is going to be the Jim Nance game, Bengals-Colts. Everyone's excited. <laughs> who, who do you think is going to win that game? Um, what's really weird, I think they're playing them the week before in preseason. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. They are yeah. doing that. They always do that. If I but it's week like, four, so none of the actual players right. play in that game. I, I think it's usually, and Chester would probably know because he's probably ranked every game four of preseason over the last 30 years. Um, mm-hmm. I, it seems to be that the week four, you play just a local team, the closest team to your particular city. And Indianapolis and, and Cincinnati are 90 minutes drive away. So. That's probably why. Oh, those guys really. That. First of all, I don't think that's true. The Vikings don't do that this year. They're well, you have to have a natural fit. Plus, there's only 32 teams, so it's you. The teams decide their preseason schedule, not the league. So, oh, really? You sort of have to have you a yeah. It? You have to have a relationship oh. with the team. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I think. So like I mean, Jets the Vikings are playing the, the Titans. The Broncos are playing the Cardinals. I'm just. Well, I guess the Vikings don't have any good friends in the league, but the, the yeah. Jets always play the. What's Eagles the closest team? Yeah, I mean, the Bears are playing Buffalo. The Jets and the Giants are zero miles apart. That's yeah, probably the they're, they're playing in week three, not week four. Yeah, Ooh. they always play. Week Green Bay is playing Kansas City. This does not seem to they be play the for the Snoopy Cup. They play for they, they play. That's a big game. Jets versus Giants. That was Victor Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Victor Cruz, David Clowney, a lot of preseason superstars. All right. Yeah. So are they going to beat the Bengals week one? I think they will. There's going to be a lot of excitement yeah. because I think the Bengals are trash. I forgot which one of you guys actually were higher on the Bengals. I think they're absolutely a garbage fire. I think we were pretty. I think we were both kind of down on them, honestly. All right, Akiva. Uh, while Jake is predicting wins and losses each week, why don't we say where we rank the uh, the uh, Colts game? So Colts hosting Cincy, is that the worst game in Week One? The other well, I don't want to look at every week's schedule. We're going to be here All right, well, let's just do week one. Night. The other just con- do Week the, One. Yeah. Okay. The worst games in Week One. The contenders are Cincinnati okay. and Indy. Okay. Is this from like a like a TV rating standpoint or our interest standpoint? Uh, whatever. The latter. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Tennessee at Miami. Ooh, I mean, I just called the Dolphins the most boring team in the yeah. league, so that's probably worse. All right, Buffalo at Baltimore. I think that's the worst. That's bad. Yeah. I, I kind of want to see Flacco. Like, I have no interest in, in – the, the, the one thing that is a saving grace for the Colts-Bengals is people are going to be curious to see what Andrew Luck looks like. So I, I, I think that probably very narrowly beats the two games you just mentioned. All right, Washington at Arizona. Yeah, that's not so exciting. Yeah, like probably Bradford, the winner. But now they're on different teams. Yeah. Wow. Probably the winner, the early Monday night game, your Jets at Detroit. Yeah, I mean, that's only a Monday night game because I think there's a Taylor Swift concert on Sunday. And the NFL <laughs> was bo- I'm not joking. And the NFL was like boxed into making that Monday night game. I can't even watch it, right? I think it's on Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, um, it's too bad. 
it's uh, yeah, that's it, it's. But that can't be number one. If you have an if you have an interesting rookie QB, that I know you, the Jets are not an exciting team, but that cannot be the least exciting game. Is he is he starting Week One, Sam Darnold? I, it hasn't been announced yet, but I think he might even start uh, tomorrow night. Jake, don't you love the respect your team gets? Uh, we're here to preview the Colts. We've talked about uh, Kevin Love's fantasy value. We've talked about the Jets starting quarterback. Literally, <laughs> really, because we have we have Jake every year. But the Colts. Yeah. The truth is, we wouldn't even like because I think we're only going to get to like two thirds or three quarters of the teams. Like the Colts would have been a very easy don't discuss because they're not so bad that they're interesting. Like maybe the Bucks will be, but they're not good. So it would have been just, an easy. They're skip, so boring. We like is Andrew Luck. They're healthy. very boring. Really the I mean, we start with the Bengals, who were maybe the most boring team. But yeah. like we like Jake. That's why we're talking about. The All Colts, right. Okay. Fine. Really so you start one and zero in your head. Uh, then you yeah. go travel to our nation's capital. Your nation's capital, not my capital. Yeah. (laughs) To visit Washington. Mm. Yeah. Um, That's a tough game. I think it could be a tough game. Is Luck a Trump guy? You think Luck will, like, visit the White House? Is Luck a Trump guy? He seems like he is. I don't don't think he cares. He's so very apolitical. Meaning... Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, I feel like he's just he likes reading books and talking about football. I don't think he. Lo- oh, what a nerd! Oh, he, he yeah, I've met his dad a couple times. His dad's actually pretty political, Oliver. Oh, that makes sense. Isn't he the Isn't he the new commissioner of the XFL? He's he's had a lot of interesting jobs. He was he was working at the NCA when I met him. I think he's uh, is he? He's but a, he's I'm assuming if he works for like the WWE, he's probably a Republican, right? Well, I think you're obligated to be a Trump guy, right? Because Linda McMahon was like the small business. Yeah, no, they're big. Yeah. yeah, they're. I think so. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay, so, so what's at the Washington, deal? at Washington, I think W. Yeah, I think that's an L. It's too much. It's on the road. And I think. That's all right. Okay. All right. I don't need the explanation. You drive up on ninety five. You face the Super Bowl champions. I think that's an L. Also. Yeah. Yeah. But you got a lot of tough road games to start this. Yeah. All right. Then you it's come home. You schedule. face uh, your uh, division rival, Houston. I always think that they split with the Texans. Um, I think they split last year with the Texans. I think they could win that game. Okay. All right. Two and two. You go to the Patriots. That's a yeah, loss. Two and three. It's uh, the only primetime game, and it's a short week. Short week in New England. You may as well just like rest the start. Yeah, you're facing a Thursday. Uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck has not had a great track record uh, in Boston either or in Foxborough. All right. Uh, then you face the Jets. Keeve, will you be at that game? No, I'm going to be at the game the week before, the seventh. Oh, uh, okay. All right. I didn't want to go to an automatic Should W I go to like this one. I wanted a competition. I went to the Broncos game. I'm oh, Jake's going to this game. Oh, okay. you're going to go? I yeah, yeah, decided, yeah, but now I think go. I should go. I knew they were playing the Jets this year, but for some reason I, in my mind, I thought it was in Indianapolis. Yeah, um, they'll win this game. The Jets are terrible. All right, th- three and three, confident, coming home facing the Bills. I think the Bills are a candidate for the number one pick overall next season. I think they have, I Okay, think, good. They need a quarterback because they drafted yeah, Josh Allen. This is the worst so. team in football. That, that's just whatever. Yeah. Did you see Jalen Ramsey's article in GQ this morning? Yeah, he was anti-luck. He's got a lot of hot. T- well, but he was more anti um, Josh Allen. Yeah, but what about Roethlisberger, who put up like six hundred yards on him the yeah. last game they played? Well, he was anti everybody. He's, he's he's got a very active. Uh, That's insane. I mean, Roethlisberger like made them look insanely stupid. I don't know. All right, how you four and three, and you travel to Oakland before the bye. Bye, smack in the middle. The way it's. Um, I, I think they pro- they could win that game, but I think it'll just be hard because you're traveling and and the Raiders. Presumably, we'll have at least a decent passing offense, and I, I think the Colts' secondary is trash. So I'm going to give that an L. Yeah, all right, four and four. Uh, after the bye, you face Jacksonville and Tennessee at home, two uh, division opponents back to back. Right. So Jacksonville, I mean, it's 
Saxonville. Right. So here's the thing. I I might be the most bearish on Jacksonville. I don't think that they're going to repeat what they did last year at all. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts win this game and lose in Jacksonville. I just don't – I don't know why people are already christening them as, you know, AFC South champions and probably going to be in the AFC title game. Um so I, I don't, I'm not that worried. And if you're telling me the offensive line is mediocre, maybe we'll actually win. Okay, five and four, and then Tennessee. I think Tennessee's garbage. But six and yeah. four. Wow. And then oh, Miami wow. to finish the homestand. And they could lose this game. They really can. This is a game they lose. All right, six and five. Then you go at Jacksonville. Season no, sweep. They lose this game. Six and six at Houston. Oh, season sweep. At Houston, they lose this game also. All right, six and seven. You're, you're pretty, uh, six and you're seven. Pretty, uh, toasty. Yeah, Houston and Jacksonville. I got to assume are like at least seven and six at this point. So must, must, must win against Dallas at home. Big win this game. I don't like the Cowboys this year. Big win. All right, seven and seven. Mm-hmm. And now, can you get the uh, the New York sweep? Yes. You face the Giants. The Giants also. Week sixteen. All right. Wait. Say I that again. Beat the Giants. And- oh, okay. A full New York sweep, right? Didn't you have All them right. beating the Jets and the Bills also? Yes. All right, eight and seven. And a must win on uh, New Year's Eve's oh, Eve. For the and, they will lose, and they will lose be, this game. Okay, 8-8. Eight eight. All right, so you have the Colts. Yeah, I think they're going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah, no, no one ever has their team worse than 8-8, eight eight, Chester. Yeah. That's what we've learned. Well, actually, our Cowboys 20- fan and our Seahawks, and our Seahawks fans. Yeah, but if we went game by game, they would have convinced themselves. Yeah. Into I, I yeah. think. All right, so 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, Keith, you have the Colts as the 30th best team in the NFL, so you do not think they'll be going 8-8. Eight eight. No, I don't think. I mean, it, when yeah. we did that, we were a little more down on luck than uh, maybe now where he's actually already played in the preseason. But, yeah, no, this team is bad. I, yeah, I had them a bit higher. I had them at 26, so overall we average at 28. Right. Uh, Jake, you find that to be extremely disrespectful. Yeah, I think that people are conflating uh, Andrew Luck's injury history with his talent. Um, meaning if you're going to be uh, concerned about the Colts, him getting injured, yeah, if he's injured, I think they'll be 4-12. and 12. Uh, With him healthy, I think he at least can give them three to four more games. Yeah. I mean, when he was, you know, cruising to division wins, this division was just so much worse. Houston and Jacksonville were automatic. Yeah, that, it's true. Here. I mean, I also like we, – we didn't really discuss that much about what they've done throughout the roster. I don't think this is a, you know, <laughs> 2 to 50 yeah, – that was a little dig. Listen, we had, we had to talk about Kevin Love's right, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a 2 to 50 – it's a, you know, from 2 to 53, it's garbage. I think the, they put a lot of emphasis on building up the O-line. Um I like that they – I like some of the running backs that they have. I think that with a new offensive scheme – no, I'm serious. I think with a new offensive scheme, they could – you know, with, with a short passing game and, and, uh, and different forms of, of, like, makeshift running plays, they could have a, a better ground game. Um, I don't – I think Eric Ebron is a, the opportunity to be better. I mean, he, he really – no, he cannot catch. catch. But, he but also – He can get, he can get open. open, but he can't catch. Maybe – so he, I think maybe the, the goal is he gets open and then you have Jack Doyle like a couple yards away to catch the deflections. <laughs> that should be the right. strategy. Jack Doyle dropped some sure passes last year, but I think Jacoby Brissett, one thing that you might not have really seen is that he has no touch at all. I mean, he I think he has talent, but he zips it in. as like a two, two three-yard dump off as a zip pass. I don't think he has any you know finesse at all to his throwing. And Jack Doyle got a little bit uh, hurt by that. Um, he's pretty sure-handed, though. Uh, I like. I think that the offense has the opportunity to be better than than 
people might think just offhand, considering that they don't really have a, any, a great receiving core. Um, and the defense is garbage. It's, and also it's designed to be a cover two defense, which is by definition, bend but don't break. So any team with any decent good wide receiver will just skip 200 yards against them anytime. Um, but I think Indianapolis's offense is enough to keep them in games. My prediction is uh, Deshaun Watson breaks Norm Van Brocklin's record against the Colts this season. Uh, reasonable. <laughs> I mean, you got, right, your I got offense would have question. to keep up with them. Before we let I, you go, I, you just said how they have a nice roster of running backs. So between the poo-poo platter of Marlon Mack and Robert Turbin and uh, Naheem Hines, am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, he's, he's bad. I don't think he's, he's bad. Um, okay. Well, which, my question is, if you're a fantasy football owner, which one of these guys, if any, will have any value? Oh, God, this is the team to stay away for running, fantasy running backs. This okay. is a stay away. This is going to be running back okay. by committee, I think. And I like that as a, as a fan of the team. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Josh Ferguson gets – I mean, I, don't, I think Christy Michael's not going to make the roster. Uh, they, people like Jordan Wilkins. I wouldn't be surprised if Ferguson or, or newly uh, acquired Brandon Oliver from uh, repla- replacement-level talent on the, on the Chargers. Um, but I think it's going to be a running back by committee and, and some short passes to almost replicate runs. I wouldn't be surprised if they do things like that. Um, uh, okay. You got anything more, more for him, Keith? No, we already spent way too much time on the Colts. No offense. Yeah, agreed. All right, Jake. Uh, we won't talk to you uh, in January, so we'll talk What to happens you, uh, if you have to year. eat crow and you do talk to me in January? No, we still won't call you. We don't really call a lot of the like, first-round playoff teams. Oh, that, that's very, very kind. <laughs> not the not the boring ones. Yeah. Not the boring ones. Like you guys will be boring in the playoffs, boring the regular season. So I should just be upset as uh, a fan. Like, not no, I mean to be fair, they've had some exciting I mean, you know, they had that great comeback against Alex Smith and the Chiefs. Right. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. It's only boring when they face the Patriots. That's when they lose forty five to Yeah. Seven. No, they I I think that Bill Belichick loves just beating the Colts more than any other team. Yeah, you guys are snitches. Snitches get stitches. It is true. Yeah. All right, Jake. Uh, talk to you later. Jake, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> no, I, I I actually work full time. I'm like Alex Chester, so mm-hmm. I don't really have. It. Didn't you have a podcast or about your fantasy football yeah, league or we, something? We still do it, but it doesn't... Uh, the guy do it on the two cast. He doesn't want to plug it. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> You're not allowed to plug I have, it. I have nothing to plug. It. He doesn't want any of our listeners. I, okay. I, I have nothing to plug. I just do my own thing. Okay. All right, Jake. All right, Jake. Keep it good real. Good luck to your Colts this year. Uh, you know, I don't care. You're not facing the Vikings, so do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Last time, it didn't go so well for the Vikings when the Colts played when the guys played the Colts. What was the last Colts Vikings? It was game two years ago. We lost. I, I forgot the score, but it was like over at half. Alright, you're yawning. Even you're bored. All right, Jake. Talk to you later. Bye. And it feels like rain.
like rain It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.